Cowboy Podcast, where we are champions of the common man. I'm your host, Buster Caballero. Thanks for tuning in. We sit down with certified good old boys and discuss how they're doing life, how they're getting by, their tips, their tricks, and getting down to the how to live life right by good old boy standards. So, sit back, relax, fix your cocktail, and let's get to the show. All right, all my good old boys out there, I know y'all been missing me and I missed last week on an episode. Uh, Gotta be making it up to y'all today. Easter happened last week, family happened, all that fun stuff, traveling. Uh, the re- episodes I was going to record didn't happen, so luckily today I got a treat for y'all. Uh, in the studio today, Mr. Court Peterson. What's up? What's up, family? All the way from, uh, man, where are you from? From the, from the bowels of Marbella? No, <laughs> the bowels of Marbella, but <laughs> also Odessa, Texas. Odessa. So, I think my camera went out. Yep. That might, might be a bad thing. Yeah. Something happens with that. I think it's... Uh, the feed? Yeah. Oh, well. Screw it. So, that's the peaks and valleys like I were talking about. Gotcha. I can always kick this up a little bit more and then quiet the mics. So, yeah. So, Court Peterson, guy I met when I moved to uh, League City and moved in, god dang, probably close to eight years ago. Yeah, we've uh, been here almost 10 this year, I think. Yeah. And uh, when I met Court, uh, man, I didn't have kids. Kelly and I were starting to get married, but, you know, your boys were, God, almost close to where my boys are at now. I got one graduating this year. You do, man. A senior. Uh, got another one that's a freshman, so trying to get them out of the house. Gone. Step by step. What's that like for you right now, trying to get a... A senior out, and then. <laughs> so, so it's good and it's bad. Uh, you know, you you try to prepare them for life, and then you know life steps in, and you're like, all right, so they got to hang around for another year because they don't have all their stuff together. So, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, you you work towards it all your life to to raise some good kids and put them out on their own to let them live life, and you know you just gotta hope and pray that they've taken the life lessons. Yeah, you've been you and Marcy are really good about that. Where y'all, I I think you and Marcy kind of set an example whenever we moved in and Sarah and Corey moved in about how you know we 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 said how the heck are we going to do this when we all started having kids and we kind of looked to y'all about it. Uh, uh, Kern and Jaron were God not that much older than what our boys are right now. Yeah, they were. Let's see, about what eight and eight and five. So yeah. So, uh, Jaron was about the same age as Pip is mm-hmm. now. And, you know, so we're watching this happen, and now they're graduating. That's how fast that stuff I'm goes. glad to see that y'all learned something from us. Man, we did. We <laughs> did. Because I know y'all, it's so funny because a lot of times when you talk to people about parenting and asking them about kids, they were always like, oh, it's such the greatest thing in the world, or, oh, I can't wait to have more those are those are those are people that have never had kids, <laughs> or those are people who are lying to you. You are always like, "Man, listen to this," or "This is what happened. This is the truth." I'm like y'all just don't know. And I think it was very refreshing to hear because it didn't slap us in the face sideways. I, I think you know it, it's always something to remember on kids is you know 
you're going to make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Kids make mistakes. Parents make mistakes. Neighbors make mistakes. Hell, we used to have those parties out there, and <laughs> you know, kids sitting in the free, in the uh, garage with us, yeah, grabbing beers or whatever. But you know, the, the kids the kids learn yeah. from every single life lesson. I'm telling you. Yeah, but those those kids watching us in the in the garage in Corey's garage and grabbing. They saw how we talked to each other. They saw how we hung out. They saw how adults act. Mm-hmm. And I think it prepared them a little bit more. You know, they weren't shy of the fact that, oh, man, my, my parents hang out with other people and have some beers in a garage or laugh and joke and all that stuff. And So, I, I, so you know, I, I grew up Southern Baptist. My parents never drank. And, you know, even if we even had alcohol, it was basically the the Bible Belt and everybody's going to hell. So... You know, Marcy and I, you know, sit back, we'll have a have a drink here and there. And, you know, I, I think it's important for kids to see that everybody's human. You know, nobody's perfect. Yeah. So, you know, let let the kids see it as well and let them learn from what you're what you're putting out there. That that's a big thing because me growing up, I grew up around my family, you know, and my parents had cocktails and my parents had drinks and they had friends over and all that stuff. But at the same time you you saw it, you watched it, you were exposed to it, you weren't this clouded person who never saw it and then you get off to college or wherever you're going in life and boom you're freaking out you uh, know yeah i mean what's a jaeger bomb <laughs> well we used to have the parties and fill the you know the the whiskey yeah. bottles up that they would have the mom used to call it the the uh oh hell what'd she call it the, tea no i mean it was whiskey honey and lemon the recipe oh you know you, you grandpa's get, coffee yeah, medicine yeah, you'd get sick you know get a little stuffy nose or a yeah. little sniffle and everything Mom would have a little bitty bottle of whiskey in the house at all times. That's only, yeah. that's the only alcohol. Make the recipe for us. But that stuff worked. Oh, it worked great. It worked great. But every time that she'd pour it, you know, when yeah. we got to about fourteen years old, it was all water because yeah. we'd, fill, <laughs> we'd pour all the whiskey out and then fill it up full of water. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was you know it, we all learned from it. I got a, bro- a younger brother and an older sister that you know we're still tight with. So yeah, I mean, it it, it was good. Yeah, you you, you got to foster that stuff, man. Mm-hmm. So what's it? Oh, I know right now it's we all hear about the millennials and raising kids and all. What's it like having kids in high school right now? Is it? So it's it's not horrible. It's not you know as bad as everybody's making it out to be. You know, it seems like the the mainstream news feed is you know all doom and gloom. But mm-hmm. you know what? You know your kids. You know what your kids are into. You know what your kids like. Your kids have limitations, and your kids have ceilings. You do know? you do you know who all your kids' friends are? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, we're Marcy and I are pretty pretty integrated into you know whatever they do, whether it's sports, whether it's uh, you know even going to church and everything else. We we know they have different cliques. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, but we 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 try to stay we we try to stay engaged and all that. Yeah, y'all are. Y'all are really good about that. You know, I think your home is open to the kids. They're open. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and that's that's good. It's a safe place for them to go, but it's also at the same time, you know who your kids are. You don't, I always said I wanted to have the house where the kids came to. I don't want the house where, like, my kid's going somewhere else and I never seen I don't want a pool. You got to have a pool. I don't want a pool. The cool house with the pool. I don't want a pool, man. That's. I've gone 10 years and I don't have a pool, so hey, my neighbor has one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't need a pool. I need my neighbors to put a pool in. You got a pond. I got a pond, yeah, but no swimming in that pond. Why not? You just, that's if you get caught. Yeah. Just don't get caught. Yeah, there's a few things I've done that I've, 
You should have been caught. I need to bring you my pellet gun in case a little neutral rat pops up. What you thinking? I ain't got none. <laughs> <laughs> but I got an old, you know those old Benjamin pellet guns? Uh-huh. I got one at a pawn shop here oh. about two or three years ago for 40 bucks. That ain't bad. That's good. Now with the scope and everything. so Awesome. Yeah. You can get an NGV1. Uh, <laughs> your buddy Jack put one on his pellet gun. Oh, did he? Yeah. It's uh, pretty sweet. Man, that's, <laughs> I don't want to pull. I don't want that. Uh, hopefully within the next couple of years. Maybe within five years of Kelly and I are on property somewhere. Are y'all still looking to move Santa Fe-ish? No. Or you want to go? No, I think we're going to try and stay around here. Okay. We're just going to buckle down and do our best to try and find a piece of property around here. And I mean, if we get two acres here in League City, oh, that'd be perfect. more than enough right. for what I need. I don't need horses. I don't need, well, I want chickens, but. You better go look over there off of Louisiana right now. Then. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, it's not the right time, though. More, they they got property around here. It'll pop up. There's Hopefully. like there's one that popped up across the street from us, uh, two acres with a barn and a guest house. But they got property in Baycliffe. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they got pedophiles too. <laughs> Baycliffe is fairly odd. Uh, it's a little harder out there. Too expensive too. Uh, but the place we just saw, we we're like, man, that looks good. But when you back up to it, it's all commercial, and mm. it's. I'd rather have like I'd rather have a field that I knew oh, yeah. something else was going to happen or more houses or something. But I see all that property going down Lawrence, you know, there, there's a couple of yeah for sale there's one on Anders too, but, uh, yeah, it, it's perfect. It is. There, there's property around here still. I know they say they're not making more of it, but eventually it all comes up for sale. Mm-hmm. And at the right moment, I'm, I'm one of these guys that at the right moment, it'll happen. So. Oh, yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, we, Marcy and I will, I mean, we've we've talked about retirement, uh, whether it's here, whether it's Marcy likes the water, so might be down in Galveston. I like the hill country, you know. I can that that's where I would rather be, because you know, if if we go on a business vacation, uh, Fredericksburg is usually mm-hmm. where one of the stops is. Fredericksburg, Dripping Springs, that whole hill that country area is amazing. It's wonderful. So I mean, she she's down with either one. She's more she won't get in the water. <laughs> but she likes sitting out there and, you know. She having, likes the uh, the, having, the wind. Having, having a cocktail, the wind. You know, used to West Texas wind. And, yeah. And watching the waves come in. So Kelly and I talked about that, like having a tiny place in Galveston, a tiny place in the hill country, just just big enough that, like, if the family comes, it's like, oh, sorry, we don't have a room. You're not talking about a tiny house, are you? Not tiny house. <laughs> you want to be on that TV Maybe. show? No, I don't want to be. It's surprisingly, uh, you go and you start doing research on that, and you find that average length of stay in a tiny house is like a year and a half. Oh, Marcy loves it. She uh, She's like trying to talk me into them. I'm like, you have lost your mind. Somebody posted a tiny house the other day. It was 1,200 square feet, and people were freaking out. That's not a tiny house. <laughs> that was the size of my first house. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little bigger than my first right? apartment. I think my first house was like. 1500 square that's feet what, yeah that's about what ours was we lived in the right off of lake Louisville, up in the dallas area yeah two kids and 1500 square feet and man we thought we were in in high cotton boy man um the more and more life goes on man you know you, we're in this house here and we're just kind of like do we really want to stay here and what's the downside of it? not really anything is it no, no, there's not a downside, but we're just, we keep thinking about, you know, what do we want? What do we want to have? What do we want to do? You know, would we rather have a smaller house and more property or, you know? The good thing is you built a one-story house. Yes. I, I uh, love my one-story. Uh, us too. I, I mean, before we even built out here, 
Marcy said, I want one story, and we're not even going to mess with it. So No, I don't. I have, I have a lot of people I know who have two stories, and you ask them, when was the last time you went upstairs? I don't know. They don't. Their kids are up there. They don't go up there. Right. So, um, give me a one story. The whole, uh-huh. the whole problem with a one story nowadays is the price of concrete. Mm-hmm. You got to pour a big old slab, and that's bad. So, do you do a barn dominium, all that other stuff? That's what everybody's into right now is the barn yeah. dominium. I know a guy that actually uh, built one. Uh, barn dominium and he said like it's not the, it's not a fancy one it's like middle of a range but he said there's some things i would do and some things i wouldn't do and uh but he's got it out on property so that's kind of what amac did uh yeah. Overmac. yeah is he ever going to build a house they're they that well they've got it all roped out and okay and they've got an idea of where they're going to put it you know it's kind of off to the right of where they're Okay. Barn Dominium is. I still, I've never been out there. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, that's a nice place. I sent him a message the other day. I sent him to come on and talk about pharmacy stuff. But he's a yeah. He's got a nice little pond on there. Yeah. Sock pond. Yeah. Good little, uh, good little uh, catfish in there. Mm-hmm. Wait till he has a kid. Yeah. <laughs> That'll all change. Man, that's that's so nice right now. <laughs> Again. But, yeah. Again, it'll all change. It'll all change. That's it. It looked like Corey and Sarah's house was coming along pretty good. Yeah, that's all the pictures that, of that. It's coming out real good. So uh, I ended up, I was coming back from Mississippi, and Sarah uh, messaged me and she goes, Hey, are you going to Baton Rouge anytime soon? I said, I'm going to Mississippi, and I'm passing back through Baton Rouge. And she said, Oh, can you pick up a door for me? A door. A door. <laughs> not like a king cake or anything no, like that. No, not a king can you go cake. And grab not, a door. Not like LSU gear or anything <laughs> like that. So, well, she's not going to be asking for LSU gear. Yeah, I know. No, nobody in their right mind is going to ask for LSU gear. <laughs> Who said you got to be in your right mind to be an LSU fan, man? Come hey, we got that big game coming up this year. Yeah, UT we and do. LSU. We do. It's the first game uh, of the season, too. I'd love to go to it. It's at UT this year. Yeah. I'd love to go spend some time in Austin. I like Austin. Austin's badass. It's so, just, you know, it's just Austin. Yeah. So, uh, Sarah and Corey going back, their door, <laughs> I threw it in the back of my truck and I picked it up and I, <laughs> I went drive it through uh, LSU's campus on my way out so that I can be like, hey, just let you know. <laughs> you ser- serenaded their door. <laughs> yeah, I did. I'm going to make a little plaque for them uh, <laughs> to put on it in their house. Whenever uh, they finally move in, I'm going to get a little plaque made. I'm still playing with the words a little bit about it. I don't know. Uh, like I might say, I now pronounce you man and wife, Reverend Buster. <laughs> you know. Where is this a front door or is this, it's a, in, <laughs> or is this a decorative door they're going to throw in somewhere? It's, it's in their pantry. <laughs> oh, you need to write something on the bottom of it or somewhere yeah. that they won't see whenever they're putting it in. And I know. I'll, I'll be do on something. There forever. I'll, I'll, I'll arrange something. Scott. Don't worry. I'm <laughs> a little, sure a little tag that says Buster on the bottom. Buster yeah. was here. Yeah. Or Rev or Rev Buster. De- delivered by Buster. <laughs> yeah. I got a plaque machine in my office. I'm going to make several of them probably. Might slap them up in That's all my I friends' do. house. <laughs> Just stay off my doors. Yeah. We uh we- yeah, we went out there the other day. We were in Santa Fe, and we uh just driving around looking at things, and we went by and take a look at it. Looks good. I hadn't even been. I hadn't been out there. Yeah. Corey called me, you know, when they were first building it to try to get some some of our facilities out of their way, so it's not impeding any of the <laughs> sight of their house. But yeah, I hadn't even been out there. Uh, I need to get out there. I was out at Santa Fe, you know, yesterday, the day before. I just forgot to go by there. Yeah, it takes a while to get out there. Oh yeah. Well, from my office, it's not horrible, but no. about 15 minutes. No. So with these uh, 
with these kids nowadays? What do we what what, what we got to worry about, man? What's is it still so, like drugs uh, to, and to be honest, drinking you, and I, I think from where my kids are right now to when y'all's kids are going to be up there, it's going to be something completely different. It's the damn right now. It's the jewels. Everybody has a freaking jewel. Yeah, the little vape things. Uh, they're still you know smoking. I'll call it weed, THC, with dat pens, mm-hmm. whatever the hell they're calling it right now. Uh, that's still pretty prevalent, but I mean, everybody's vaping though. What about drinking? Yeah, they're still drinking. No parties in a field though. No, I mean we we had we had prom two weeks ago. Yeah, sorry. Kern's prom looked uh, good. Yeah, and you know, beautiful people. These kids are good looking, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, boys, girls, everybody. They're just a, it's a good looking group of kids and. You know, they, they got a beach house, and there's probably 60 kids out there. Maybe one event happened, but the mm-hmm. rest of the time, it was pretty chill. That's good. You know, they, they did do some drinking, and but it was all, you know, in the house, and they stayed pretty calm. And Was it chaperoned? It was chaperoned. Yeah. They, they asked court to chaperone, and I was like, hell no. no. Now, I went by to, yeah. to check it out. We, we stayed out of Bolivar just in case, you know, something went down. So. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I went by. I was just like, God, I'm glad I'm not chaperoning. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it, that, they, didn't but get, that, they didn't get crazy. But that's dangerous nowadays, too, because you... To attach your name to anything. Yeah. Like it's like... It's exactly what I was thinking. That that's that pops in my head now. It's like, my kids are going to be like, hey, can we have a party or do something? Like, mm-mm. mm-mm. You're liable. No, you'd, you'd better be like, take all the keys, take all this, take all that. And... But even, even when you take all the keys, I mean, you... If your name's in the house of what they, yeah, you know, kid breaks his leg, breaks his leg, something happens to catch on fire, yeah, I and mean, you're still liable for all that stuff. So that's that's tra- just ridiculous. I mean, like you know, we talked about being ingrained in you know their lives and being caught up in everything, but you still have to have some limitations on, yeah, where you draw the line. You you gotta set boundaries. I mean, oh, one hundred percent. Like. I know growing up, I'd be going to these parties and I'm feeling my dad's like, how are you getting home? Like, I'm probably not coming home. Probably going to spend the night in my truck or, or you know, mm-hmm. in the bed of the truck or somewhere like that. And he goes, okay, and where are you at? And I knew my dad would drive by and he'd check on it and see. And So we, we used to have a place in Odessa when we used to go partying. It was called Skeeter. And uh, we'd everybody roll out there and we'd grab pallets and everything, start a big bonfire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I never really saw it during the day, but where we sat, bon- it, I mean, it was in a big field, Yeah. but where we used to, you know, burn that bonfire was about 20 foot from about a 12-inch gas main that, that popped out of the ground. Really? <laughs> We'd burn bonfires that would, you know, 20 foot in the air. Oh, yeah. Right next to those those that big pipe, and I was just like, we are stupid. Yeah. But, you know. I mean... That's how it was. I remember we we were in a uh, in a pasture one time, and we were all just drinking, having a good time. It was how it went, you know. And I'm sitting on the back of my tailgate, and all of a sudden, you see police lights show up, and everyone starts running and taking off and running in the woods. And shoot, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I ain't running anywhere. <laughs> Cops come, checking out everybody, you know, noise complaint. No, they knew. Uh, In a field, a noise complaint. Yeah, (laughs) with a bonfire and a bunch of, you know, teenagers and trucks driving around, and there was always a fight. But the cops came up, and 
It was funny because one of the cops was like, you been drinking? Yes, sir. Give me your ID. I give him my ID. He looks at it. He goes, oh, shit. Your daddy knows you're out here? Yeah, my daddy knows I'm out here. You want to call and tell him you're here too? No. All right. You driving tonight? And I showed him the back of my truck. I had like a sleeping bag, a pillow, everything. Right. I was like, I am not driving at all tonight. I'm good. He goes, I'm like, you can take my keys. I'll call you again tomorrow. I was like, no, okay. Your daddy knows you're here. And they left me alone. Three people got arrested, though, because they ran, being stupid. See, I, I was fast. I always ran. I know it's hard I never ran. on the radio, but I, I, I never, oh, I shouldn't even knock on wood. I ain't running anymore. <laughs> I never got caught running when I was young. I never ran. It's probably smart that way, but. We, we grew up in a small town, and. I guess there's a statute of limitations on this or what, but in the small town we were in, everybody knew everybody. Mm-hmm. If I ran and got caught, I would be in a way more trouble. But my dad knew a lot of people around there. Right. I knew a lot of people. You know, I helped campaign for him and all that stuff. I'd get something happen. Here, they knew my name. They knew who I was. I was. It was known. Same name as my dad. They'd rather you'd be like, all right, you want us to call your dad or you want us to bring you? It was always polite. It was cool. It was never one of those, you're in so much trouble, you're going to jail now. I was always like, what are you doing? Talk to you. Okay, don't be stupid. It's back in the day, though, whenever they'd catch you drinking, you'd have to pour it out. And stuff. Yeah. Instead of them getting an MIP or yeah. whatever they're doing nowadays. Hell. Yeah. They tried to find my cooler. They were like, what are you drinking tonight? I was like, I don't know. Somebody gave me this. I'm like, well, where's your cooler? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't bring a cooler. <laughs> I didn't plan on drinking, but I am. Right. So. It's all giveaways. Yeah. That, Ossifer. Officer. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't do that nowadays. Oh, no. These, you know, and that's what I feel bad for kids is they don't, they don't realize a little bit of freedom of when they yeah. get out. It's just like fighting at school, you know. We used to, we'd meet at the flagpole. If you had an if you had an issue, we'd go fight at the flagpole or fight fight in the hallway. You might get in school suspension for a couple of days, but hell, mm-hmm. nowadays you're getting charges pressed against you. You're going to alternative school. Yeah, I mean that's and it doesn't even matter if you're defending yourself no, or what or no. anything. And and you know that's part of the problem is kids. I mean they can't fight anymore. <laughs> no, I, I shouldn't say that it's a bad thing because they don't fight as I don't think they fight as much as we do. Yeah, or we did, but I mean. We settled differences and we got it done with, and nothing lingered. Yeah, nowadays it's I'm gonna post a post something on right now you're cyberbullying or yeah. whatever, and you can't you can't go whoop somebody's ass. No, because hell, you're deemed for the rest of your career. It's yeah, your school year and everything else. So just because you freaking decided to, you know, settle things straight up, right? There's none of this creating fake accounts and groups and pages. So stupid, man. it is. Um, I'm worried for my boys oh, and my it, girl. And that's that's what I'm saying. By the time that they're up there, there's no telling what the hell's gonna be going on. Have y'all had any experience with that? Uh not on the not on the cyberbullying. Uh I mean, you know Jaron, he don't he don't say a whole lot anyway. Yeah. Kern I don't I don't know if I've met too many people that don't like Kern. Yeah. He's pretty talking about somebody to get on the show and a character, hell, Curran would be fun having on the show. And we should bring the boys on. <laughs> well, one of these days, have Curran and a couple of his friends on here. Oh, my god! I would love. 
I would love to do that. Pick actually, their, pick their brain. Like, tell well, they're me, they're all what, eighteen. Yeah, I mean, tell me, tell me what's going on right now. What, what are we so stupid that we're not seeing? Right. Here's my interpretation of it. Take, take me down the other road of it. He's I mean, got some pretty, he's got some pretty lively friends. Yeah. That could come on and and then, and and educate you on the ways of the world right now. I would love that because, dude, I'm 38 right now and. <laughs> The world ain't what it used to be. I'm 45. I know. I'm still trying to keep up. (laughs) (laughs) Get tired sooner. Get get tired. Like during the day, hell, it turns 8 o'clock at night. I'm just looking at Marcy going, oh, hell, is it time for bed yet? Dude, I've been staying up kind of late working on a bunch of stuff I have going on. And last night, I got in and had to be up early for a crawfish boil today. Boiled 200 pounds. And I uh, I told Kelly, I was like, I am getting in bed as soon as these boys are done. And I was in bed at 8.30, and I was out at 8.45. That's not horrible, though. No, dude. Oh, God. I woke up at one point, and I was like, oh, time to get up. And I looked at my phone, and it was 11.30. I was like, thank you, Jesus. No kidding. And Man, it, if I go to bed before 9 o'clock, yeah. I, I'm waking up at 4 in the morning <laughs> every single time. You get up? Yeah, I get up at that point. I mean, I... If I'm a, if I'm at the house, I will still make the kids lunches. I mean, that's how freaking spoiled. Okay, but. yeah. Let talk about this because before you came over here, like I'm I'm fixing the boys' dinner and all that so, stuff. I, I mean, it, it, and don't think that me and Marcy, you know, I'm doing a whole lot of stuff because Marcy and I have a, we have a good partnership. So mm-hmm. if Marcy's there, majority of the time she'll cook, she'll cook dinner, and because you know Marcy's a pretty good cook. Mm-hmm. Uh, nanner pudding. And she does some nanner pudding. Not every single night, but uh, <laughs> I think we're about due. <laughs> right. She made no. She hadn't made any wash. Now she what she's wanting to do now is make a, a ice cream banana banana pudding. Oh yeah, we're gonna try that out next time. But so Marcy will cook. I'll do dishes, or the boys will do dishes. Or if Marcy's gone, like she's you know doing the tier the tier tryouts tonight. So I made dinner, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know I do lunches if I'm home. During the week, I'll make lunches for the kids, and if she, if I'm not, she makes lunches. I try to make lunches at least four times a week. What'd you make for lunch? What do I make for the kids? Yeah. Today I made. They each get two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, two oatmeal cream pies, <laughs> some chips. Uh, what else did I give? Um, a little thing for their like the water thing, and then like a water. Dude, that's. That's like what we're doing with the boys right now. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I asked, and I asked him, I said, do you want something? Now, Curran, I can give him something to heat up because he has a class that with a microwave. Okay. So we had Swedish meatballs last night. Mm-hmm. Marcy made Swedish meatballs and some Brussels sprouts. So I can give Curran leftovers, and he'll take them over there, and he'll heat that up. Or he, He's a ramen eat, noodle-eating mother goose. Still really? Eats, oh, my God. Jaron can eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich every day. <laughs> every single day. It's amazing. So is the school food just not good, or it's, it gets expensive? It does. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's and it's not the school food because they I probably got to check Pip's balance. Oh, on Buster, I'm telling you. I mean, because I, I get alerts. I'm a tight ass, you know. Yeah. So I get alerts. I put limitations on them. I get alerts. You know, once they get below ten bucks, but and just looking at their history, you know, two pieces of pizza, drink, some chips, and. And like a Rice Krispie treat's like ten bucks. I'm like, Shit. dude, we had to get on Pip because like he was getting extra this and that. No, um, hell, ranch is fifty cents or something. I'm like, yeah. come on with it, dude. I remember straight up, it used to be like two dollars for lunch. And yeah, then. 
used to go get a, a big red mm -hmm. a, a fried burrito and some nacho cheese Doritos for like $1.75. Yeah. <laughs> we had one, though, in our high school. They had a salad bar and a sandwich where you basically yeah. like go through and you can get a pre-made salad or a sandwich, like the, uh, the Southern Bell sandwiches mm -hmm. you get in a gas station. And, dude, those are all good, and that's what I eat a lot. We had, I mean, we had the snack bar and we had the cafeteria. Snack bar had like fried burritos, like a hot dog or nachos mm -hmm. or something like that. And then you had your, you know, pressed out cafeteria food, but we never had anything fancy. No, no. Because back in the day, you still had trays for everything. You had a slushy machine? Hell no. <laughs> they didn't have those in Odessa? I mean, we had slushy machines, not the school. Yeah. We had them in the school. Oh, no, no. We didn't have them in the school. We didn't have vending machines. We had, you know what? Yeah, I, I take that back. We had Coke machines. Yeah. That's it. And it was like, you know, 25 cents, 50 cents. Yeah, that's that's about what we had. Where you yeah, all, all wrapped up in the cages. So yeah, nobody, the cages. <laughs> so, so nobody could get to it. But, you know, I still remember to this day. And, I, you know, hopefully, like you said, there's a statute of limitations. <laughs> you, you could get like a straw and put some water in a straw and blow it when the, when the, uh, when the dollar the dollar receivers uh -huh. first came out you could put it in a straw and start hitting buttons and all the chains would fall out and all the what? Would, I, we did it numerous times i, I was like this is this is the damnest thing i've ever seen i mean we'd come out with 15 bucks and and change and all the things that we could <laughs> that's why they put them behind oh yeah cages. that's why they that's what yeah that's why they're in cages but man it was oh. Dang, dude. Back in the day. Yeah. When I was in junior high, they brought in these slushy machines and they were like a dollar. They were like 50 cents for the small. Like slush and, puppy? Yeah. Right. Slush yeah. puppy. Like there was only one flavor oh, yeah. you can get. Cherry? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you had. I used to have that little slush puppy slush puppy mascot. Yeah. That would roll out there at the convenience stores yep. and everything. Those were good though. Those were the, well, whenever I'd go fit, when I was a kid and I'd go fishing down in Grand Island, Fouchon, mm -hmm. and Golden Meadow, we'd stop at this one, uh, the bait camp, and they had the one where you can add your flavors, and it was just like the liquid ice. So you'd add, mix like a grape and a cherry right. and all this stuff or do a suicide, and then you'd fill it up. <laughs> Man, those were awesome. Because oh, yeah. it was like four in the morning, five in the morning, and you're like, get a slushy, go ahead, and a moon pie, and all this other stuff. So, <laughs> a moon pie. <laughs> yeah, I love a moon pie. Man, I haven't had a moon pie in 15 years. They're good. They're, they're, they're marshmallow. As, they're sweet as shit. They're, they're different now because there's like banana and chocolate. Right. And, so, uh, so you want to hear something funny about that? Yeah. So at prom, we were heading down to uh, the beach, and Marcy and I stopped at HEB right there in Texas City to grab some beer. And looking on the, the wine aisle, grabbed a bottle of Boone's Farm, Strawberry yeah. Hill. And Mad Dog 2020. Damn. Took that down there. The net, you know, we it wasn't that night, so you know, we we chilled it out. Opened it up the next day, probably eleven o'clock. You know, when they're drinking mimosas, I busted out the bottle of Strawberry Hill. Ugh, it's still bad. Still bad, man. You didn't bring back a memory. Or... Oh, it brought back a lot of memories. Although we can talk about those memories on the air. But... It's like it's like all your synapses oh, oh. reconnected, and you're like, "Holy shit, I remember that now." But there's, you know, there's probably ten different flavors of MD Twenty Twenty now. And it's not Mad Dog. It no, stands it's, for... it stands for something else. Yeah, it's the name of it or uh, something. You know what? I looked that up the other day. Huh? Oh. Strawberry Hill, though, saying it's the still. But, you know, there's there's we, two different ones. Yeah. So. 
There, there's farm is yeah they've got a couple of different boons farm there's like an out. apple pucker one and all too yeah. we had a part we had boons farm parties where we would all give like five bucks to one of our friend's mom and she would go buy like different flavors and then you'd show up at the like friday after school and they were all iced down that's that's terrible it well now it is but back then it was freaking awesome mogan david mogan david oh yeah. Not Mad Dog. Maybe Mogan David was a Mad Dog. Mogan David. Yeah, there's, man, it's kids nowadays compared to what we had night and day. And then when Pip and Gus and Ellis are going through, man, I can't wait to see what that's going to be like. They going to bust out the Purple Passion again and Zima? Oh, dude, probably not. <laughs> Zima made a comeback now. Maybe in 10 years they'll do it again. But, or... you know, even the people drinking the, the, the Zima now don't even know about the Jolly Ranchers. No. All the old people drinking it. No, that's that's like a classic move there. When they brought back the other one, what is it? Uh, the Canadian Clear. Oh yeah, that, man. I, so, in I lived in Big Spring for a while uh-huh. and playing golf on the golf course at the country club. We used to get those those clearly Canadians, mm-hmm. the raspberry and the boysenberry. Mm-hmm. Clearly, oh man, that brought back so much memories. I know, and I saw it. I was like, hell there. yeah! But then I looked at like the sugar and everything, and then I'm like, hell yeah, no. And then the worry. price. I can't worry about that. I know. I need to, but I'm out. I'm old enough where, hell, I drink enough whiskey. Yeah. I, ki- I, I kill all that sugar. You do like them whiskey, huh? Dude, <laughs> I do like a little whiskey. You got to try some of this stuff here. It's good. The Yama Yamazaki. Single malt? Yeah. AJ brought that over, and uh, we drank some of that. It was real good. Hell, I'm almost out, so. Well, you can fill up. I'll be joining you, but I'm still on this kick right now of not drinking. What, what kind of nonsense is that? Started it for Lent, and just basically I haven't got back to it. And You know, that's not a bad thing, though. No? no, I'm at like 48 days right now, and I'm going to maybe go. 48 days? No. Congratulations. Thank you. I feel better. I enjoy it. I have done that, and... Shoot, since I was about fourteen. <laughs> now I went. I went for about a year or two without drinking, but I came back to my senses. I don't know. Like I don't. My wife tells me I don't have a problem with it, which is a great indicator. But I just wanted to try it, see what happened. You feel and better? I feel fucking great. Uh, I've had a couple of crawfish bowls and played golf and stuff like. Plays times when I usually get a little tuned up and. I woke up the next day and I was fine and able to go and I don't know. I'm what do you drink at a crawfish bowl if you don't have any beer? Uh I drank Topo Chico and Lime. That's what I was drinking. I didn't know you can drink Topo Chico without a little Tito's in it. You can. And it's pretty good. <laughs> and it's funny because like I was having a blast that night. Uh I, we invited y'all over, but I think y'all were out of town or something. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Corey and him came over? Yeah. Yeah. And uh man, I was having a good time and I was Someone was like, man, I had me something about not drinking. They were like, dude, you were drunk at the, at your crawfish boil. I was like, no, it wasn't. That tastes like a single malt scotch. Really? Sorry. No, I, I no. Interrupted you. you. That's all right. You don't like it? I, it's it, it's drinkable. I got other stuff. No, it's fine. No? Okay, I'll drink it. I remember you bought that bottle of uh, <laughs> blue over here. 
No. Uh, Johnny Walker Blue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't like it? No. I killed that thing almost in one so, night. And, and I told Matt's ass about it, you know, my neighbor. Uh-huh. I was like, Matt, you drank that whole bottle of Blue? And he goes, Matt, I had like one glass. <laughs> no, I went nuts on it. <laughs> you know, my, my co-workers bought me that, and it, it just, I'm not a Scotch fan. I've tried to. It looks, yeah. it looks so cool in the movies and the TV shows when yeah. somebody has a glass of Scotch. But it just, to me, it tastes like tree bark i have uh i'll drink scotch and i'll drink it on the rocks maybe a drop or so of water but like and i started getting into the bourbons a different kind of stuff and something clicked me i was like just give me bourbon i don't care what kind it is because i'm gonna make a cocktail I'm, i'm a cocktail guy i don't i don't like drinking straight i i drink bourbon with a little you know cut it down just a little bit of water that's that's about it so if you want. Unless it's a so, unless it's a good one, mm-hmm. you know, some of the higher end bourbons. Yeah. Are, now I had drink it. I had this Jefferson's Ocean. Uh, did you like that? I did. I had, first time I had it was in uh, we're in Branson, Missouri, top of the Rock, and I had one and where the guy put like a drop of water and it tasted like salted caramel and it was really good. And so I bought another bottle of it recently. I left it down in Galveston at my Is that buddy. the one where they put it in the cask and yeah. drive it around and yeah, swishy swashy in the you know, on a ship yeah. and it ends up tasting like salt Whatever. like salty caramel. It's yeah. good. And I left the bottle down in Galveston at my buddy's house and I saw him the other day. I was like, Hey, how's that bottle doing? He goes, It's almost empty. <laughs> good enough. Hey, hey, you left it. Yeah, I left it. I I'm opposed to that. I didn't expect it to even come back. So but now nah, I like a cocktail, man. I'm that's what I'm about. So, like old fashioned. I love an old fashioned. I will. I'll go somewhere and order that. It's, it's too. It's for me. It's too sweet for some reason. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll try anything. I love a good. One of the drinks I love a lot is just tequila, lime juice, and a splash of like topo, a little bit of water. See, I like. I'm a fan of and and even from when I was young, my mom always drank Perrier. You know, always yeah. drink mineral water. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've just kind of got a taste for it. Hey, we, we got that soda maker, you know, that soda machine yeah. in the house. And we'll just, you know, put water in there because it basically makes, you know, carbonated water, which is mineral water. That's what I've been drinking, Topo Chico's. I love oh, them. Yeah. I had one this morning. And it's... Marcy's blowing me up. Oh, yeah? She wants to know where you're at? I, I told her to get out of my business. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah, we need to get Kern and, and a couple of his friends over here. Yeah, I want to get a I want to get Boots over here and talk to him about baseball. Cause I mean that little dude's doing real good. Get, why don't you get Landry or uh, Andy over here too? Yeah, that, you're gonna have to get your your sensor button out though. You can say bad words <laughs> on here. You you know what the thing is on this? Oh, uh, you know we were talking earlier about it. Like if you say like too many bad words or something you just got to do a little checkbox that says explicit have you hit explicit yet oh yeah oh yeah That's what I'm i've had about. some i've had some like really good ones on here uh i had stockman and uh stephen walker and jonathan randolph so have, on here had do you know uh sean scar no that you know, he lives up there by stockman he's he's from canada he's a hockey player Really? Uh, he actually lived, him and my brother were roommates in Odessa, 
and he lives. There's a lot of hockey in Odessa. Dude, there's a minor league hockey team in Odessa. Fuck no. In the junior hockey league? Bullshit. I think the minor league might have shut down, but the junior hockey in Odessa is some of the best in the state. No way. I swear to you. It's crazy. We were the jackalopes, fool. Who? (laughs) You're fucking with me, huh? No, I swear to you. Odessa jackalopes. I'm going to Google this. You Google that shit. Odessa jackalopes? Odessa jackalopes. So what about them? We were pretty much badass. <laughs> we had we had arena football. We had we had uh, hockey. Uh, I mean, of course, you got the whole Friday Night Light shit. And yeah, I was all part of that nonsense. So, uh, Booby Miles, <laughs> Booby Miles. You know what, Booby? Booby's out and doing good. Is he? Was that a real person? Oh or? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm I'm friends work, with him on Facebook. We work at a car dealership. No, he, he no he he actually does speakings. Really? Mm-hmm. He does like a coaching slash speaking slash inspirational because I mean he got into some trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Beaumont for quite a few years in the in the pen up there. Got what do you do? I think it was drugs. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm, I mean I'm talking shit, but he got into he got into some issues. Booby's always a good dude though. All, I mean he had the biggest smile on his face yeah. you'd ever see. Great guy, always welcoming. Uh, got into some trouble, like I said, but out now and from everything I've seen, doing really good. That's what you do with it. No, yeah. I mean, shit. Look at Tiger. Hey man, I want a hundred bucks off that from John Holloway. What's up, bitches? Ha <laughs> ha, dude. I I was rooting for Tiger. Oh, if if you weren't rooting for Tiger, you're not human. No, and no, and you should go to the soviet union you should go somewhere else outside the united states and you know it's one of the things that really kind of didn't piss me off but I, it kind of been like you're a you're a dumbass because you're like oh look at uh what he did with his wife and oh, the drugs and the, the cheating up. and the waffle house oh, and all that stuff it. i'm like you okay you paid for that with <laughs> what did you did you never make a mistake right did you never have a problem now his is on a bigger level. Oh yeah. His is more viewed upon. No, I mean literally, it's on a bigger level. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah, he did it big. <laughs> he, he had enough yeah. money to where he could do it real big. He and did. he did. He did. But I mean, I think it would have been cool if Tiger Woods would have came out like maybe five years afterwards and been like, "Oh yeah, I did it all." Let me tell you, I had the pressure. My dad died. Uh, my wife and I were having marital problems. I was traveling a lot. A lot of shit wasn't going right. I was surrounding myself with the wrong people. I fucked up. It was too easy for this and that. And yeah, I did all that. Well, he he hadn't really denied no all of his shit. No, I mean he's ate his shit quite a bit. Oh yeah, but he he ain't been nibbling on that shit sandwich. No, no he. But I mean, he knows. He knows it, and he knows everyone knows. It. Like the big thing at golf tournaments now, where he's playing is like. People are showing up with shirts on his with his mugshot on it. Oh yeah, and he laughs at it. He laughs. Yeah, there's every time he sees him, he just laughs. About Ten it. years ago, if anything would have gone against Tiger Woods, he'd been so pissed he'd have got him kicked out of the, the course. Yeah, and nowadays, I think he just laughs. And not nowadays, I think he's whatever's going through his head right now. He's in a like, you know what? I'm Tiger Woods. I think he's back up to what about seven hundred million dollars. So I think yeah, he's like million. I'm okay. I'm good. I mean, he gave Elon his, her, what, $100 million or whatever. Yeah, and then she went and married a billionaire. Hey. And then he's got Lindsey Vaughn. I mean, he's, he's living a good life. He's not. He don't have Lindsey anymore. No? He, uh. Someone else. He broke up with her. He's got that dark-headed girl now. Huh. Some 
personal trainer or something. But, I mean, look, if you're not rooting for Tiger, because basically, like, oh, man, this guy had some problems, and he got over them, and now he won the Masters again. I'd like to see him win a few but, more. I mean, even even when he won and seeing his kids roll up to him, you know, his, his son yeah. come through the ropes and jump into his arms and daughter and mom and everything. Yeah. I mean, if you say if you go if you say anything negative about that, then I mean you've they got, all need to go to hell. You've got your own problems. <laughs> you've, you've, you've got, got so many problems buried. that you don't know how to get over that you're going to look at someone else that had problems and got over them and was like, oh, that's just horrible. Yeah. No. Dude. You're a you're a bitter something. Yeah. You hate life. Yeah. It, it's uh. I'm at, I'm a golfer though, so yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't played in quite a while, but. Got my got my annual tournament coming up in June. My member guest and yeah, Fair Oaks. Who's your guest gonna be? No, I'm the guest. Oh, buddy of mine is. It lives on the you know Fair Oaks outside of Bernie. Mm-hmm. It's a that's a beautiful area. Four day tournament that we play in. Yeah, every year it's a shit show. We won the low net last year in our flat though. Man, what's the pretty uh, good little pretty good little payout? What's the tournament that they play in Mississippi? Oh. Uh, there's a tournament like that where yeah, you it's get outside the Red River. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> no, and my dad, my dad plays in it every year with one of his buddies, and they win it every once in a while. But it's God, I think it starts with a D. It's a golf tournament out there, mm-hmm. but it's like one of those like four day big tournaments. It's fun. It's their whole thing. So have you ever heard the of Slavic? Have you ever heard of the Quarter Century Tournament in Odessa? No. So at Odessa Country Club, they have a tournament every year. Is it like one of the best country clubs right up there? It, it All the hockey the, players play. <laughs> the hockey if the hockey players could afford it, they would play there. <laughs> but they, the the Quarter Century, I mean there there's times that the Calcutta will go six, seven hundred thousand dollars. Damn. Especially when oil like right now. Yeah. Whenever that, that area is booming. I mean, a winning team will go for one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Fuck the highest bid team. It's it's crazy. I'd love to get in one of those. Well, if you're good enough, I mean, you can go out there and shoot about four under. No, that ain't gonna happen. You can get the, thinking more you of a get championship flight and and we, get that too. We came in third place in a golf tournament a few weeks ago. Did you? Yeah, three people. Was there three people? Yeah, we we had a fourth and. Was it handicapped too? No, like literally. No, but it was a <laughs> bogey's your friend. <laughs> oh really? Dude, not par's your friend, but bogey. No, I look. I don't hate a golf tournament you, when it. Don't tell me you bogey at all. Did not bogey a single hole. We had several putts for eagle, uh, but we shot a sixty-one. Right. With no, basically pars and birdies. We had, we missed several putts for eagle. So and we so, missed a couple of par. So uh, I, bogey when, when Bur- I played, uh, birdie putts. When I played in junior college out there in Mount Pleasant. Uh, me and, and one of my buddies that played on the team with us, his name was Troy Murray. He owns a couple of funeral homes out there in Gilmer in East <laughs> Texas. So he his parents were members at Gilmer Country Club. We played in a tournament out there. The two It was a two-man scramble, and we shot 18-under. Damn. One-day one tournament shot 18-under. We came in third. Okay. <laughs> Let, let's talk about that now because you know what the winning score was for this tournament? That we played in, Mm-mm. fifty-one. You know what the next score was, fifty-three. Now I've shot four-man scramble. Yeah, I've shot fifty-three before. Yeah, that's Le- legitimate fifty-three. But there's now I had three other good golfers on there yeah. with me, 
and a D player that we picked up just to because mm-hmm. he could hit the ball. But that I mean, it's it's possible. But anytime I've been in a four man scramble, it's whoever cheats, whoever has a racer on their pencils. With yeah, you know, there's That's always why they don't ever call scores out. That you know, if if you go low, notice this in a tournament. If you go low, they won't put your score up on the board because they don't want somebody calling out to the field saying, "All right, fifty-one's leading. You need to come in at 50. Yeah, it's always the that, that's always what happens. Yeah, especially in scramble. That that's one of the things where like I'll talk to the card girls and everything like that, and I ask them like, "What's the scores you hear with there?" And uh, they'll always ask like, well, "What are y'all I'm like? We're even. We're even. I ain't telling anybody what we're doing." Yeah. So, but there's. Always that guy that comes in like way too low, you know. I don't know. It it happens. <laughs> yeah, it happens. At least it was Bogey was your friend because I hate a par as your friend oh. tournament. Well, I mean, I guess it gives it gives you a little diversity. Yeah, that you can get a Bogey, but hell, it takes up too much. It takes up too much time if you got four man scramble rule. How? It it because it's an extra stroke. Well, there were uh there you were four bogeys. Tw- that's twelve that's teams. Fifteen yeah. extra minutes. There are twelve teams. Oh, it's not horrible though. No. Not it's not like one of those where it's like stacked up eight thirty six on each yeah. yeah. Each each hole. No. No. That's not too bad then. No. So what's going on next for y'all? Are you ready for graduation? Ready for Family's coming in. Graduation's June second, I think. Ish. Mm-hmm. All the family's coming in because Marcy's parents still live in, you know, Odessa. Mm-hmm. And her sister and my brother, my sister lives in Trophy Club, in Dallas area, so everybody's coming in. They gonna stay with y'all or get hotel? Hell no, <laughs> staying at South Shore. There you go. The, the convention center, which is redone. Have you been out there lately? Yeah, looks nice. Looks good. My buddy won a uh, night at the suite over there. Mm-hmm. Opus, he said it was cool too. Huh? Opus is in there. The original Opus that was behind uh, Skippers and all that. Really? Yeah. It's the original Opus is now over in South Shore Convention Center. In the rest, like in the in the uh, hotel. So like you can go there and eat and. Mm-hmm. So that you know where the the back part is. Like you got your front desk and then you yeah. walk towards like next to the pool and everything. Yeah. On the back side, over like where the harbor is. Yeah. That's where Opus is. Oh. That whole backside corner over there. I didn't notice that. It's been a few days. Well, it's. I went so the probably old, a couple of months ago. The old Opus is called O2. O2. And it's the owner of Outriggers. Right. And then the, and the owners of of uh, the original Opus also opened the one at Waterford Harbor as well. Yeah, the Opus Bistro, uh, or Bistro yeah. which is good place. Mm-hmm. O2, we went the other night uh, for Kelly's birthday. And we just had cocktails and oysters. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's this is Damn. good. That was Outriggers? Huh? Was it, did it taste like Outriggers? Tasted like Outriggers, man. Aren't they, I thought they were supposed to build over there by... They are. The The lady who we talked to said that it's still Baldo so far... Or whatever it is. Yeah, it's still so far off oh, okay. from being built that they wanted to keep it going, so they bought that one and redid mm-hmm. it and brought it back. So Cool. Yeah, but they do have the uh, Outriggers tacos and fish tacos. Oh, and, Yeah, and they have a, a happy hour. So, not it's the same price. a little price. more upscale than Outriggers? yeah. yeah. I mean, it's got the same vibe as Op- as Opus whenever they had right. it. So I love Opus. I do too, it's man. One of our favorites. You know what? I'm sad that the uh, the other Opus is closed. The two in Gallison and the one up on oh, well, yeah. the one up on 45. That one should have closed. <laughs> yeah, but not okay. not the ones in Galveston. I don't know if I went to the one in Galveston. 
the one on the we'd go to the one on the O. Oh, that's a kid. Yeah. One second, dude. We're gonna put this on pause while I wrangle a kid. All right, back from uh putting Gus back down, dude. You haven't seen the boys in a while, huh? I have not. And they're huge. I didn't go. I didn't want to go in there and wake them up. No, I wouldn't. They, they dude, they're <laughs> huge right now. Show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that one didn't turn into a shit show it's before. It's a shit show every time I get Jaren up in the morning. Dude, Pip is like, he's basically like a teenager right now. <laughs> Don't let him get that. No. Break, oh. break him Break him now. Yeah. Oh, I come in there, I'm like, I at first did the like little nice, wake up, bud, wake up. No, nah, it's like flip on the lights, get up. <laughs> Man, I, I go in there to Jaren and I'm to the point now where I go in there a couple of times and I'm, you know, baking their lunches and everything. And Kern gets up fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm to the point now where I'm starting to spray Jaren in the face with a water bottle. <laughs> get up, cat. I'm tired of the shit. Going, <laughs> it, I said, if I come in here on the third time, you're getting sprayed in the face with a water bottle. And you do it? Yeah. Cool. Why not? Hell. Yeah. He was warned. He was told. Oh, I gave him twice. Yeah. And he has his alarm going on. <laughs> he sets his alarm. Can't hear the alarm because he sleeps through it. I go in there and wake him up, turn his alarm off, go in there for the second time and says, all right, that's 10 minutes, and get your ass up. I said, if I come in here again, I'm going to spray you in the face. So he started doing the whole pulling the... I don't understand how, these, how people can sleep through an alarm. Oh, my God. I, I can, it, his alarm wakes me up in my room, and it's oh, on man. opposite ends of the house. Dang. Like, damn, boy. No, I had a cousin who was like that. Oh, I have a cousin who's like that, where the alarms won't wake him up sleep through I don't get it no I don't understand it at all well it's good to hear that you know things are somewhat the same but (laughs) is it good to hear though that you have that to look forward to even more whenever they get older or what I'm gonna even tell them I'll tell them like before bed like look I'm coming in here once and if you don't get up they only getting one set the precedence now yeah I mean that's our fault because we let Jaren I mean, he's kind of a little asshole at times, but I mean, aren't they? He's spoiled. They're all spoiled. They are. They I mean, they live in this bubble of League City. They don't. They don't have to work. They don't have uh, to. No. Well, well, so my kids work. Yeah. My kids work at a fish market <laughs> down in Seabrook. Both of them. Which one? Emery's. Okay. A uh, buddy of ours, Nuet owns Nuet and Linda own Emery. So on the weekends they go, they go in there and work in the fish market. Uh, great job for them. Yeah, they stink to whole highly hell, but it is uh for what they're doing is a perfect job for them. That's that's good though, because a lot of kids don't have that job now or nothing or right. But I mean, they are in this little bubble shit like we have them, but you gotta expose them. Oh, our our kids live in the biggest bubble. And it's it's amazing. Yeah, but I mean, like Kern and all. But there's he, Kern and five like five of his friends. That work at the fish market now. Jaron works there, and then one of Kern's friends' little brothers has started working there. But they're gonna have to have a whole new generation come in. Yeah, take over for Kern now. Don't get Kern in classes. You know, it's one of the best that I've seen. Really, it's a good class. Why? It's a fun class. Why do you think it? It so so Kern and them are outgoing. Yeah. Uh, pretty much everybody in his class is outgoing. You know, cut up, have a good time. Jaron and them, they're just they just. Smoke their jewels. <laughs> they all smoke their jewels. The hell, that don't matter if you're from 15 to 18. You're all smoking a jewel. It's just, it's different. Kern and them are a lot more fun. Jern and them are, 
they're they're a lot more reserved. I'll, I'll, I'll call them reserved mm-hmm. for now. They're just not outgoing. They'd rather be in there playing the damn video but game. Were current and all like that whenever they were hit Jaren's age? Not 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 so much. Hmm. I mean they 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 weren't as outgoing and fun as they are now. Have we go down a Jeep weekend? Yeah, it is a shit show. I mean we we got the stripper pole and the and the booby soakers this year, so <laughs> it's gonna even be it's gonna be even better. So especially because all of them are eighteen, so. I know we usually uh we'll get the recap from Marcy and all whenever y'all get back and it is a it is a definite experience. Do you have to have a Jeep or No, we take Bronco down there. Okay. You still got the Bronco? I still got the Bronco. Darren's fixing to drive the Bronco. Dang dude. I got you know, I, I got new shocks, I got new springs to level it off, uh changed the valve covers on it the other day and got it all cleaned up. You do the work yourself or you uh a buddy of mine Gary Peeler has helped me do quite a bit of work. Yeah. So it's over at their house right now. So we're doing all the work on that. But is he like a shade tree or just knows it yeah, or he's just a anything mechanical, anything you need anything built. I mean he's just visually he can see it and build it. Awesome. He's one of those guys that can do anything. That's cool. I need somebody to I was telling uh uh Alamir came by here earlier and picked some stuff up and he's building a race car. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to him about uh, about like just that, and said, "Man, oh, shit. you know, is that rain?" Yeah, Kern's windows are down. I will. Oh, wash that nasty ass truck out. Dang, I got a little storm going. Huh? Look out! Middle middle another day had all that hail. Did you see that? Yeah, dude, the, it hailed here the other night. I woke Pip up to like take a look at it. I'm like, "Get up, get up!" He thought he was in trouble. <laughs> I was like, that just goes to show you, wake up and do what daddy tells you. You may be in trouble, but it may be something cool. Right. You could see hell. Yeah. Oh, uh, what was I just talking? So like I was talking to him about like, I've got something I need to look at on my truck and it's just shaking a little funny. So I was like, man, do you know anything about that? He goes, no, but my dad's a mechanic and he's out in uh, Westheimer and all. He's like, mm-hmm. but he said he'd come down here on a weekend and take a look at it. So I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. So. Yeah, I love that. I, I like a guy that can work on cars because I'm shit done on them. I, I mean, I, I I know a little bit, mm-hmm. I, you know, just enough to screw something up. But I don't mind working on them. No, I just need somebody to guide me what they need to do. Yeah, I did all four rotors and calipers and uh, brake pads. I can do a brake job on all, but my buddy uh, did the calipers and everything, mm-hmm. and uh, we brought it to his house and knocked it out. So yeah, I just yeah. those springs I got to put on, which I mean. It shouldn't be any big deal. Springs and shocks shouldn't take a couple, yeah, a couple hours. I got to get a new spring latch for the hood. I pulled, I hyper extended that little whole latch, so it's sticking <laughs> off in the floorboard of the Bronco. Right oh now. man, Jerry wants to trade it in though. What's he, wants he want? A Mustang. Really? He wants to go fast. Oh lord. Yeah, sixteen-year-old go fast. I was like, no, let's. But my first car was a, a '68 Mustang, 302 Boss in it. Really? So I went fast, and I was bad. Yeah. I don't want him going. I don't want him being bad. Oh, no. That's that's dangerous, Especially man. Especially here. Spe- I mean, Dude. we in Odessa, we could we could open it up around yeah. the hoop, and you know, hell, I'd, I'd get it up to 120, and I my so my speedometer on my 68 pegged out at 120. Mm-hmm. I could go all the way past 120, and you know, I didn't think anything about it. Nowadays. Ain't no way. Dude, just with the way the kids drive in the oh. neighborhood. <laughs> These crazy bastards, Buster. Uh, 
Dude. So Jaron got mad at somebody the other day. Really? Yeah. So he's got his permit, and this guy was up on his ass, and he's like, why is he on my ass? He said, I'm going speed limit, and I was like, get used to it. He said, that's, yeah. that's what these people do. I mean, I said, you can slow down even further if you want to. I said, that's a suggested speed limit that you go. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go 25. You no. can go 10 if you want to. I think you can't go less than five. On, hey, if I remember from my things, it was idle, idle your ass down. If you get a mm-hmm. ticket for going too slow because of cr- precautionary reasons, mm-hmm. then take the ticket. Yeah, not because of some jackass is trying to push you on the on the back end. Oh, dude, people passing each other on the road, teenagers speeding, running through stoplights, stop signs through here. Mm. I'm about ready to lay out a couple of people. So they were counting. Mm. You know, at the at the corner or the intersection yeah. of Isla Vista and Las Colonas. Yeah, they're looking at putting a stop, stop sign there. there. Come on, dude. There's been a few wrecks there. I know. I've almost gotten a wreck there That's because where Jason got bit by his dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but someone hit the dog. So, but you know what it is? There's a sign there that needs to come out so you can see further down. Which one? That one with like model homes and all that. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I'm gonna send a message about that, but no, dude, like that that girl that drives that jeep through here, and you know who I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll tell you after. I know exactly who you're talking about, but I'm not gonna admit it. No, because I love that little girl. Well, I shouldn't say that out loud, but you need to have a talk with her then. She doesn't drive as fast anymore. You talking about a great yeah. jeep? Yeah, they she does, <laughs> and she blows through stop signs here. She uh, she's getting better. She needs to get a fucking lot better. <laughs> she needs to go the opposite way. Yeah. Go go the opposite way so I don't have to see you. She can do that. She can go around the other way. Because I told someone else, that a grown adult, I told them the other day they were flying through the neighborhood. Was it Marcy? No. And blew through stop signs and blew through another one. I ended up following them, and I knew who it was. And I sent them a message just basically saying, like, hey, please Knock stop at the stop, line, stop signs and slow down and the uh explanation was my kid had to use the bathroom i said i don't well, care pull over and let him yeah. sit on the side of the road so i've done that before i've never seen him back by here again well so that's fine by me you want to go a different route go do it somewhere where i don't see you but if it's in front of my house so if you don't see it it's okay if it's not affecting me i don't care <laughs> uh, but when i got a bunch of neighbors around here who all have young kids yeah, so I can make I can I can make that look, stop happening. On, make it, because the other day I was I was walking late at night and I saw the same thing coming down at uh, Isla Vista and Marbella Parkway. Yeah, blew through the stop sign. The gray jeep. Yep. Or was it a blue jeep? Gray. Because her boyfriend has a blue jeep. Crazy. It was it was at night. You couldn't see what color it was. I saw what it was. <laughs> I was right there. So anyway, oh dude, it wasn't a Bronco. No, I'd come grab your kids by the neck. <laughs> you know where you know where the Bronco lives. Yeah, I'd grab them by the neck. In fact, I think I've told your kids not to be dumbasses a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shooting pigeons off the roof. Hey, I'll never forget that. That, that dude. That, that didn't happen. You're shooting at a. You're shooting at a dove. Yeah. Look what's behind it, the window. Don't do that. Move a little bit over. <laughs> Hell, they shot out the damn street light. Oh. In the cul-de-sac. That could be a good thing. Yeah. 
No. Except we couldn't play left, right, center in the middle of the cold. I've center. never played it yet. Shut the front door. No. You serious? Yeah. Oh, man, we get at least 40, 50 bucks rolling. I'm all for it, man. Game. Let's get it. So. A little drinking, crawfish bowl, left, right, center. You got it. Probably got another crawfish bowl coming up. We got one more coming up. At no. least one more. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Well, look, we've been at this for a little while. Yep. I appreciate you coming over and shooting the shit with me, man. Good catching up with you. Let's get the boys down on here yeah. and uh, Next see what episode, they admit to. Stay tuned for the little 18-year-old bastards that will tell you everything. Like, I want to I know about Tinder and all that other stuff. They don't do and Tinder. They're they not don't. old enough for Tinder. Well, what do they use? Do they have to talk they, to women? They don't have to use a dating website. They just throw up a flare, basically. Damn. Shit comes running. That's what that's what I want to know about. Like, what's it like nowadays? Because I used to have to put some work in. Oh, these kids don't work for shit. Yeah. Hell, the girls are more fast than the boys. What you talking about? There it is. Well, <laughs> all right, man. Well, I appreciate everybody. That's Court Peterson from Odessa, Texas. Uh, one of my good friends, and I'm glad I'm able to catch up with him tonight. Hey, and as always, everybody, if you can, please, if you know a good old boy, you are a good old boy yourself, you want to come on the show, please send me a message. I'd love to have you. Uh, share this with your friends, your relatives, everybody that you know. Find us on Facebook and Instagram and uh, like and subscribe to the show. I really appreciate it. This is how I get to have my jollies and have fun while the wife's out. So, as always, say hi to your mom and them. Wake up at a 10.